back to the One Two Punch podcast. It's your boy Reg Doll. I'm here. My guy Cooley back in the show. What's good with you, man? What's good? I'm ready to talk sports for show. Nah, right, let's get right into it. All Star Weekend happened this past weekend. Your boy Tatum won MVP. It might have been one of the worst All Star games I watched. Uh, you have any takeaways from All Star Weekend this past week? Um, you know it was terrible. I did have a feeling that Tatum was probably going to try to break the record. Like I don't know why something told me that he was going to do it, but um. It was terrible. Defense wasn't played. Obviously, LeBron and Giannis and you know, played throughout the whole game, so it kind of killed the energy level. So I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't the best. Yeah. Do you have any like suggestions? Like, what would you like to see for All Star Weekend for to make the game better and more entertain more entertaining? Well, it's crazy you say that. Like, I always tell everybody. Like, I feel like after Kobe retired, bro, like the All Star game just lost off. Well, not really, because there was a couple good games after you know he retired, but. I feel like, you know, after retire- after he retired in general, like just the whole mojo and energy energy of the uh, All-Star game just kind of died down and it wasn't as competitive as it used to be. Yeah. But I don't I don't know, like I feel like a lot like a lot of times now players are too worried about not getting injured and, you know, um my thing with that was like when has everybody ever got injured playing hard in an All-Star game or something? Not exactly. But I, I feel like now that's the new thing. Like, you know, players or coaches, especially teams, are trying to protect their players during All-Star weekend, making sure that they're still healthy for the rest of the season. So, man, I don't I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't a great watch. I didn't even watch the uh, three-point or dunk contest, so I kind of missed those festivities. But, uh, you know. Everything. The three-point wasn't bad other than uh, Julius Randle being in it. Like, what yeah. are we doing? What's that? I don't, yeah, that was crazy. The dunk contest, <laughs> like you ain't miss anything to be honest. Like Matt McClung had impressive dunks, but it's not like I haven't seen any of his dunks since like high school and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's not like a high profile name. Like he was just in the G League before they gave him a ten day contract. Exactly. So it's it's not like anybody really cares about like the dunk contest. You don't see like any like the prolific stars um in it. And no, actually. Let me let me take that back because like the two thousands, it wasn't like OD prolific stars, but like it's guys that you would want to see in a dunk contest, being a dunk oh, yeah, contest. Sure. Yeah. Now it's just like, hey, I'll be in a dunk contest because nobody else wants to be in it. Like John Morant, like that Zion, like even Shaden Sharp, like dog, you should not be backing out of the dunk contest. Like come on, bro, like put on the show. I don't I don't know why it's like I feel like it's like too much pride, like thinking that. They don't have to show anything, you know, to anybody like or feeling like if they lose, it might hurt their respect. I don't know. But I just feel like players. I don't know why a lot of like high level players just back out of the uh, dunk contest. I feel like they feel like they're just too good for uh, like a certain point. Like once they reach a certain level, like I think Zach Levine or like uh, Aaron Gordon was talking about like how they want to stop doing dunk contests because they want to just be viewed as a dunker. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. Like at the end of the day, like I, I feel Zach Levine on that because like before that, people just really thought about him as dunking, but he did like model his game to be like at one point in time, like one of the best shooters, mm-hmm. like a couple years ago, and like one of the prolific scorers at the two guard spot. But I think to me, I just like seeing like it's All Star Weekend. You want the stars to compete, like even like the skills competition. I saw like a picture on Twitter in like 2008. They had like Kobe in it, D Wade, Chris Paul, Tony Parker, like Darren Williams. Used to have like all the best guys in the skills competition. Now you got to watch the Giannis, the Ante the Kumpo brothers. Yeah. And shit and <laughs> like, what are we doing? Jared <laughs> Allen, Evan Mobley, and Darius Garden. Like, this team shit is like dumb. Like, I don't understand that. It, uh, it's, it's silly. I don't know. The best thing maybe it probably would have been the uh, celebrity game. 
I, you know, I seen a couple of highlights from the celebrity game. It looked like, <laughs> I dare show up to watching that bullshit. <laughs> it looked like it might have been the best thing all weekend. So I don't know what they're trying to do. Hopefully they uh, fix it. And even to add on, bro, like the introduction of the uh, All-Star game, like how long it was taking for the game to start, the, the picks, it felt like everything was kind of like, I don't know, like it just, it they didn't feel organized. It yeah. yeah, they stretched it out. Halftime show was, was mad long. I mean, I loved it, though. It was cool. Nice vibes. But, like, I just felt like all the extra stuff was mad long. Like, at a point, I was like, all right, let me just – I just want to see basketball. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I remember after they finished the, the draft, I think they had, like, some type of, like, concert or something. Like, some yeah, pregame I think concert. Post Malone, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, nigga, I'm going to Wawa. Let's <laughs> give me something to eat. Like, what I'm is like, this? I'm like, bro, I'm just trying to watch the game. Like, I feel like uh, it took, like, an hour for the game to start. I'm like, goodness. This dude way too much. And I think low-key, I feel like I always like the East versus West concept better. No, nah, for real. Because it kind of it kind of made like people kind of feel like probably play hard, even though that kind of does kind of take go back to like the Kobe factor. Mm-hmm. I just feel like people back in the day just had like more pride, especially like when you try to represent your conference and you trying to win the game and shit like that. Like I, mean, I remember yeah, like right. 2013, like I remember uh Brown, I and Kobe was really trying to lock up Brown at like points and times, like going at him and shit like that uh blocked him like twice especially like one of the closing games and then he got he got tight one of the times when it was game on a line i think lebron passed it like darren williams and he didn't take the shot and then kobe was like oh <laughs> like go at me like what you doing take the shot well that's yeah that's crazy because um i feel like like you said like i think east versus west is like kind of a great way to view you know like competition especially when you have like the best players of the east going against the best players of the west and it's obviously like something to prove between each team. Um, I think that kind of brings out the competitive factor for a lot of players. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I feel like they should have because you know you're thinking about it like it used to be you're representing your side like the East or the West, but now it's like you're representing a captain. And a lot of times, it's like you know, it's you just whatever. Yeah, you don't you know? really care, right? You might not even have a, a close relationship with this captain, like either playing with LeBron or Giannis. So it's like, you know, it's whatever. I'm just focused on the break after All-Star. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, facts. We could get back into, like, real basketball discussions. Let's talk about the trade deadline. A lot of stuff happened. I talked about that on my last podcast. Uh, Let me hear your thoughts on, like, some of the trades in the trade deadline that you had. So I guess we could start with the the big one. Um, KD? Yeah, KD going to the Suns. So I'm looking at it now. Um, It was a four-team deal. Obviously, I think, you know, the Suns won the now, but I'm actually a big fan of what the Nets are trying to do. Um, They have a a crazy amount of first-round draft picks from that trade, like crazy. Um, And then you get back Michael Bridges and uh, Cameron Johnson, which is, you know, that's I think those are two big, like, great players. I think – I don't know if they'll ever be, like, stars, but, like, I think they'll be great, like, role players if you surround them around the right If anything, Markel look like – I am not Markel. Mikel, he might be blossoming into a star, especially, like, the performances. We'll see. see. I don't think he's going to get to that get there, but I think he about – like, we're going to see the best of him because he's going to have the opportunity now. He'll definitely be one of the best uh, two-way players for a long time. Like, you know, I think that's no doubt. So um yeah like I, I think they have a great team I'm I'm kind of disappointed in Ben Simmons like I feel like this would be the time where he could like really step up but obviously it looks like they're looking to move him in the off season so we'll see where that goes um, I feel bad for him his back cooked like the athleticism is gone the confidence is gone 
Yeah, that I don't know what's it's, going it's on. It's tough. Like, <laughs> ain't really yeah. much to say about Ben Simmons. And then, like, even I like the um the Sixers picking up Jalen McDaniels. I think he's a a good wing. Oh, mm-hmm. actually, he's a solid wing. I want to say a good wing. I think he's a solid wing. Um, you know, he's still young, so you never know how that might fit and how what he can blossom into. Um, and then you got Portland getting Cam Reddish and uh Thibel, which is I think two great pieces that they needed. Um. I don't know. It's, it was a couple good trades. The the Clippers got a you know a couple good pieces back. So all around the league, I think it was a lot of winners. You know, you didn't see a lot of losers during this uh, trade deadline. Who'd and, you say uh, was the biggest loser though? Biggest loser. Hmm. Let me see. It's tough. I know. I had the Chicago Bulls as one of the biggest losers, just for not okay. doing anything. Not it. Yeah, because I don't even know at this point. I don't know what direction they're going, and they just got Pat Bev, and I feel like <laughs> now they're making it seem like he was the piece that they were missing. Like, no, they are. I I, they I logic, just... they logic why they didn't make any moves was because uh, good players from the East went to like the West, so like they don't have to worry about Kyrie or like KD. So they think they have a chance to do something, <laughs> but like they can't even hold their own. Like they're, it's not even like they're a top five seed where it's like, okay, we're confident that we can still do this. <laughs> Like, yeah, they, they've had some performances where they beat, like, some of these contending teams, but, like, they're not consistent at all. Like, any night they can lose, any night. Yeah. We kind of seen, like, the ceiling of this team already. This is a first-round exit. Like, they have no chance to make it out of the first round. Uh, DeRozan's only getting older. They just gave Levine an extension. Vucevic under, I think he is in a contract year. And yeah. that, that whole trade just never worked out. Like, the Wendell Carter and then what ended up being Franz Wagner – uh, I mean, Chicago like, Bulls in a bad place. It's like I'm confused. Like now they have a whole bunch of guards. You got Pat Bev, Kobe White, uh, Caruso, Goran Dragic, Goran Dragic. You got Lonzo, who's hurt. They don't even know when he's going to be able to be healthy again. Um, I forget what the young dude's name is. The uh, Damon Terry. There's another one. What's the uh? Dang, what's his name, man? Patrick Williams. Nah, he's a guard. Guard, guard. Oh, Ayo. Ayo, right, right. Ayo, yeah. yeah. So, like, they have a whole bunch of these guards and, like, what are direction are you trying to go in? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's a weird built team. Um, I like Pat Williams, though. I think he does have a little bit of potential to be, like, a solid role player. Maybe a, two, a, a good two-way. But um, other than that, man, yeah, I think they should have just blown up that team. They would have got a lot. I think they could have got a lot back, you know, if they, like, a lot of draft picks and stuff. Uh, more young players, they would have just blown up that team. Yeah, they're going to be an interesting team in the offseason. Um, another loser that I had, uh, I think it was the Miami Heat, too, because they didn't do anything. But, like, realistically, I didn't expect them to do anything because what could they do just looking at their roster? Like, they're not trading Jimmy. They're not trading Bam. They're not trading Tyler Hero. And then from there, nobody has, like, any value. But, like, I think why not? Like, why not? I mean, like, Tyler Hero is a great, you know, player, but or a good player, but why not just go on the market and see what you, they probably did go out and see what they can get for him. It probably wasn't anything interesting, but um, I don't know. I just felt like they should have made that move. And then, but I think getting Kevin Love was a good, you know, good pickup, but I still don't see that team getting anywhere. Yeah. Cause I still like at best, they probably like the fifth of us team in the, in the East of me. Like I'll and take I, the Cavs, I'll take the Sixers and then the Bucks and Celtics. Like it's not even a question. 
but I feel like that almost every year. Like, with but they the, they they're gonna compete. They're like, yeah. I'll say that they're gonna compete. Like, it's not gonna be sweet. Like, you're gonna be like in a tough six to seven game series, probably just off like Spolster being a good coach, uh, exactly. Jimmy being good, Bam. Like defensively, like Spolster just does it every year. But, like they just overachieve, but. I just don't see it. Like they not even like Kyle Lowry, bro. Like (laughs) I'm not a big bro. I I literally just don't understand why he's so pretty. Like he was, yeah, he was good on the uh, Toronto Raptors, but like I just don't know what his hype is. Like, what is his best attribute? Uh, He watched now player. You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like before it was probably like the playmaking and like IQ wise, and like he was like a solid defender. He got at least hit shots, but now like. Damn near half of that is gone. <laughs> I mean, he sets a lot of off like he gets a lot of offensive fouls. Like he draws a lot of offensive Yeah, hella fouls, charges like, and shit. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I think there's really no use for Kyle Lowry on that team. I think they could have, you know, i at that point I would have really tried to get anything back for uh Kyle Lowry. You know, I think there was something out there that they could have took. Think so? Because what team taking on Kyle Lowry at this point? Especially well, like he's still making decent amount of money. I'm I was pretty about sure. to say, yeah, is, isn't he touching like 30s right now? I think still like 30 million. Yeah. Might range. be somewhere around there. So Shit, it's already yeah. hard to get rid of Westbrook, right? So, like, oh, I think that actually was it. Wasn't that a trade idea? Like Westbrook for Kyle Lowry and like probably in a couple other pieces. I don't know if that was actual. Um, if we did, <laughs> if we did some shit like that, the lose, oh, lost my mind. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I actually like Westbrook. Oh, oh wait, hold say. on. We didn't even talk about the Lakers. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, I can't even forget the Lakers. Yeah. Actually, I'm really happy for what y'all did. Like, I think you got a great player or a great young player in uh Jared Vanderbilt. Like, I was a big fan. I was kind of mad that the Celtics didn't get him. Um, like I was very upset. I thought he would have been a great piece for us, especially with Al Horford getting older. I think we could have kept Vanderbilt for like years like i think he could have really grew with this team mm-hmm. um i like malik beasley streaky shooter um you know any night he could go off or any other night he can you know have his cold shooting nights d yeah. a great pickup i think to get d basically to replace russ i think that's you know it's a better fit um we'll see how he does i want to see you guys get to the postseason like i believe it can happen but I don't know if it will happen. Like, I just, I don't have a lot of faith, but I want it. Like, I want to see you guys in the postseason because I do believe y'all can beat any team fully healthy. You know what I mean? If y'all are fully healthy, I think you can compete with any team. So, I don't know. It's going to be fun to watch y'all for the rest of the season. Hopefully, y'all can make a run. The West is about to be a bloodbath. Like, right now, we sit at the 13th spot, but we only, we only like three and a half games back from being the sixth seed. So, that'll be like, Outside of the plan. Only so if, if we make a run, yeah, if we make a run, we could get to the six spot. But realistically, I'm like, we probably could be a playing team if we just keeping it a buck about like the Lakers. Oh, y'all, yeah, y'all for sure being a playing team. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's going to be tough for y'all to go on a big win streak, but um, y'all can definitely make a couple of little runs, like two game, three game win streaks here and there. Yeah. Like the that trade, like, I would have took that over the Kyrie trade. I'm not going to lie. Oh, really? Like, yeah, because we just have, like, I've been saying, I just wanted NBA players on the team, Cooley. I wanted NBA players on the team for, like, the past two years. Like, after seeing what happened last year, like, there was, how much guys was on the team last year that's nominated in the league now? Like, yeah, Avery Bradley, Carmelo, like, Trevor Ariza. We had scrubs. Like, that was one of the worst, 
that was probably the worst season I ever experienced as a Lakers fan. And we won like 16 games. And I've watched almost every single one, every single one of those games, but I've never been so disappointed in my life. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, don't sleep on them thunder though, man. The, the thunder, oh yeah, shit. They, so they, they did good. when uh we played when Braun broke the scoring record, they bust yeah. our ass. Like they've been playing better since uh after like since the new year started, they've been playing way better. So that's gonna be a fun team, man. I'm telling you, once check come back and uh whoever they get in this draft. I think Ooh, they could they, be a special team. They got a young core, yeah. Yeah, they could be a special team for sure. Like, I like the Williams, the rookies, man. Those, yeah. They can hoop for sure. Like, yeah. They just got, like, a, not a, a lot of guys that just know how to play basketball. They got a good feel for the game. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of, like, guys with length. Like, pairing Ch- like Chet, what this team is going to be over there. Like, he, Chet doesn't have to be a superstar on this team. You know what I mean? Like, he can yeah. just be a solid role player next to – Shay and uh Josh and you I think Josh Giddy will help him like you know get to his spots and you know get him a couple points on the board just to get it confident you know what I mean like I think it they're gonna be a fun team to watch for years for real then also like at any point they could just go ahead and just make that big move and just trade hella draft picks and try and get like a star at some point like another star and they could but see I don't know I don't know if they need to because I don't really know what star would fit on that team right now Especially with Shea, like a, a ball dominant kind of guard. And then you have Josh Giddy who needs the ball in his hands to thrive. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know what they would want to trade probably for. Like right a, now. Probably like a wing, but like, there's no one like in mind that's going to like, like mm-hmm. immediately probably like axe out. But like, say if like a wing wants out or something like that, they like a team that could just go all in for it. Oh, for sure. Like a, yeah. maybe even free agency. Like they can, they probably have a lot of money in the books that they can go for like a big star if they really wanted to. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see that team develop for these next couple of years. I'm trying to think who else. Um, the Nuggets got a solid. What they got? Uh, Thomas Bryant. Yeah, Thomas Bryant. Uh, that's a cool pickup for them. Play like they fifteen minutes when Jokic's not in. Yeah, it's better yeah. than DeAndre DeAndre Jordan. Way way better. He don't need <laughs> to be in the league. He's wise, he's very wise. Um, trying to think of another team. Oh, the Clippers. Well, yeah, like I said, the Clippers. I like Bones Highland. I, so, how do you feel about Bones Highland? Like, like, what's your um, yeah, what's your opinion on Bones? He fun to watch. <laughs> Other than that, like, I'm I'm not the biggest Bones fan. Like, I was when he was in college, but like, I don't know, like those type of guys, like the archetypes, mm-hmm. the hot and cold guys, like playoff. When it comes to playoff time, those are guys I don't want. Yeah, they can definitely lose you games or win you games. Because <laughs> he's he's gonna take he's gonna take some wild shots. He's not gonna defend. He's not really a playmaker as well. So if he's not mm-hmm. hand shots, he is useless. They're gonna and they're definitely gonna attack him in the playoffs. Like you know, yeah. that's no doubt. So, but he could play like a like a Lou Williams type role for this team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, how do you, man? I ain't gonna lie. They get me excited for this Westbrook Clippers experience. Like I'm kind of excited to see how it's gonna work. They're talking about putting the ball in Westbrook's hands and just letting him be a point guard. So, hey, I'm, I'm man. I'm, I'm trying to see if if Westbrook could show some flashes. You know what I mean? Like it's a good team for him. Like I don't. I think that's the that's the best spot for him. It don't get yeah. better than this. <laughs> it's a perimeter team. Like he doesn't have to worry about throwing a ball down to eighty or giving LeBron the ball in his spots or letting LeBron have the ball. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's a team where he can operate most of the offense and just help PG and Kawhi get to their spots or all the shooters that they have. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to watch how it works. I wonder if he's going to start. 
that's one thing I have been uh, wondering if they're going to drop Terrence Mann and let Westbrook start. I wouldn't do that. See, I haven't yeah. been watching a lot of Westbrook this season, so I'm not. Re- I know he's. You know, I've heard obviously he's been bad, but I, I know he hasn't been that bad. But you know, for the Lakers standards, he's been bad, and um, I'm just hoping you know that he improves on the Clippers. Yeah, like I said, it's the best opportunity, like the spacing wise, but. I don't know. Like his decision making, the Clippers were my pick to make it to the finals in the, in the preseason, and I got to retract that statement. I'm not gonna lie. You think there's no chance? Nah, I wouldn't say there's no chance, but I don't believe. Even even look at the Pelicans. Like they were what just the first seed, and now they like lost <laughs> with like ten in a like I don't know. They might not make I the playoffs. Like that shit is crazy. That's crazy. Like. And Zion just, he can't stay healthy. Like, I don't know what it is. Uh, it hurts, bro. It hurts not I, like, staying healthy. So, what, if you were the GM of that team, what are your future plans? Like, are you going to just stick it out with Zion because he's that good of a player? Or are you thinking about maybe finding something, you know, a, another player that can replace him? If I'm a GM, I, I feel like you got to ride with him, to be honest. Because it, no it's going to be hard to replace a talent like Zion Wilson. Exactly. But then it's like, if he doesn't play, you know, what I mean? it, it's it's a hard choice for a GM. I'll, I'll tell you that. Probably not right now, as but like I think when you look like five years from now, like you can see it either being a big regret or like you know something that just turned out to be great for the team. So I hope you know Zion can stay healthy because the dude can hoop, man. Yeah, because I feel like if I'm in a situation like at the end of the day, like if you're not gonna find someone, like say if you do try and trade Zion. Like at this yeah, second, like say like back. the offseason or something, what are you gonna get back that's gonna be like anything like close to what Zion is? And then his value is probably gonna be at his lowest. And you don't want to be that guy that ends up trading Zion and then he ends up being fine on a different team and then he just starts to wild out. No, that's facts. That was, man, it really is no player that I would want for Zion. You know what I mean? Like there's no player that really qualifies. Yeah, like if you told me right now if Zion was on a market, like you're like a Pelicans GM, what are you really trying to get? Because you're probably not going to get, like, a true two superstar, like a Tatum. You know, obviously not like a Giannis. Like, you know, like a a big-time player. But yeah. you can probably get, like, a a high all-star tier player, for like, in, like, a couple good role players for him. But I don't know. What I don't think I'm making that move right now. Yeah, I feel like you just got to ride it out. Like, you've seen, like, when these, when he's healthy, he's basically probably at least, like, a top 10 player in the, in the game. Arguably a top 10 player in the game. Top 10, 11, 12, whatever fuck you want to put him. Yeah, he's unstoppable when he's healthy, for sure. He just got to stay healthy. Him, like, oh, my God. The lack of games beyond Zion has played together, like, over, like, the past three years or however long they played together, uh, been on a team together is really just crazy. Because nice. I think when those two are on the court together, there's no better young duo under 26 other than Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And I, I think, obviously, with Zion healthy, if they had him last postseason, I think, you know, they beat the Suns. I don't yeah. think. But we no also got to keep the fact that Devin Booker was also out that series. So I had He was. Series. Yeah, yeah. He was. But I, I still, I don't know, man. I think they matched up so well against the Suns. And I think they just missed, they were missing that piece, like that interior just dominant presence. Like, you know, nobody's stopping Zion on that team, on the Suns team. Yeah, for sure. And it um, also took CP3 going, like, fucking, like, 14 or 14 and like, one of the, I think, the closeout game and, like, that exactly. game six where you just didn't miss. So, 
because man, Bi was lighting them up. Like it felt like Bi couldn't miss for a point, you know, in that series. So. Right, yeah, yeah. That, that team could be scary if they're fully healthy for sure. I like Trey Murphy. Uh, Trey Murphy too. He's a great player, and they just got um Josh Richardson. I think he's a good solid role player. I like yeah, they got they got wings. Yeah. They got wings. I think the only thing that I don't like they don't have any type of run protection. Mm, yeah, because they close out games with Larry Nance out the five most of the time because Valanciunas is not gonna be able to stay on the floor, and then. The other backups five, like Willie Hearn Gomez, Jackson Hayes, he's not ready for that. Mm-mm. So, hopefully Zion get healthy. Um, I need my nigga B.I. to get right. I need him to get right. Yeah, man, I was really hoping they would stay that, like, top three seed. Like, that team is fun to watch for sure when they're fully healthy. So, we'll see how the rest of the season goes. Ah, uh, facts. Uh, we didn't talk too much about the Dallas Mavericks with Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. How do you feel about that team? So I felt like they should have made um, another move. They definitely needed a wing defender. Um, I don't know. That, that team's going to be tough going into postseason. Like, I think, obviously, their offense is going to be great once, you know, Kyrie and Luka have, like, that time together where they just are able to coexist. Coexist, um, but I still do think that they were missing like another defender on a wing, you know, just to help for um, playoff purposes, especially when you know teams start looking to expose um, the opposing defense. So I don't know that team. It can either be you know great in the um, off season, I mean in the postseason, or they can be trouble. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's gonna be a weird fit. Yeah, I feel like the best case for them is probably if they see like a team like the Nuggets or something, come like first round or like a Sacramento. But if they play like a Clippers or a Suns, it's going to be troubling when they got to stop KD and Kevin Durant because they perimeter guys like they lost. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith was probably their best defender. Reggie mm-hmm. Bullock is not getting it done. Tim Hardaway Jr. is not getting it done. Uh, I'll give a shout out to Josh Green because he's been playing, starting to like emerge a little bit as a as a player and been playing well. Yeah. But he's not going to be the answer for, like, any of these perimeter guys. So I think that's going to be the most tro- most troubling thing. But, like, Luka, you already seen what the fuck he could do in a postseason. Uh, you already got Kyrie as well. I think they're going to be able to mesh fine. Like, I don't see a problem. Like, I've seen people say there's only one ball, but it's not like Kyrie hasn't played with, like, other great type of players as well. Like, if anything, it'll be more of an adjustment with Luka playing with, like, another guy of this magnitude, especially that can handle the rock and stuff like that. But... Yeah, like you said, I thought they were going to make another move, and that's probably going to be the biggest downfall in this offseason, and we'll see if Kyrie actually ends up staying. Yeah, I'm looking at the standings now. Um, I mean, who do you have getting into that that playoff spot, like that 7-8 spot? 7-8? Right now, so right <laughs> now at 7, there's Pelicans, 8 Timberwolves, 9 Warriors, 10 Thunder, 11 Jazz, like you got Trailblazers and Lakers. And, like, I feel like, I don't know, like, that 7-8 spot could be up for grabs, especially when you have the Warriors at 9 right now. Um, the Timberwolves have been playing better. Pelicans, obviously, you know, I think healthy, they can be a great team in the uh, postseason. So it's going to be tough to see who gets those last two spots. In the yeah, no, facts. All right, so we let's start from the top. Like, uh I'll assume Denver ends up being the number one seed, stays there, and probably Memphis probably be the top two seeds. 
Do you think the Sacramento Kings gonna stay at the third spot or it starts to like decline? Because they've been consistent. They basically brought everybody. Like they didn't make any moves in the trade deadline. I think they trade for like Kessler Edwards, but nothing really too crazy with the Kings. But how do you think about this team looking at well compared to everybody else? Like the Clippers got better, the Suns got better, the Mavericks got better. Do you think they're gonna stay at the third spot? So I think the Suns get that third spot. Um I think once Katie comes back, the Suns get that third spot. I think the Kings drop down to four, and I think Clippers go five. All right, and like Mavericks stay at six? Oh, man, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. So the Mavericks haven't been playing well. I think, obviously, because you're still trying to jail Luka and Kyrie. So I Mm -hmm. think, yeah, the Mavs either stay at six or they drop into the play-in. All right, so... I can see the Warriors making a run for six or the Pelicans making a run for six. Only thing I'm concerned about the Warriors, we don't know when Curry's coming back. So, like, if that's in, like, two weeks, three weeks, what's their record going to look like? Because well, they have, haven't been that good without Curry. I thought he was coming back soon, like, within a week or two. Was he? Let me – I'll look it up. Yeah, I thought um, there was a report that said he, he will be coming back soon. But, like – I feel like Warrior, especially Warrior fans, they're still like they're so held up on like with Curry, they can do anything, and it's true. Like he's a great player, but like that surrounding team has to be able to to compete. Like especially they have to get healthy first. You know, obviously Andrew Wiggins hasn't been playing as much this season. Um, Jordan Poole hasn't been great off the bench, so it, you know I don't know that that team. Uh, they can obviously win it. You know, they've, they've done it last year. We saw it. Well, they basically the same team. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they do this year. Yeah. For some reason, like, I don't see them winning it this year. Oh, no, no. I don't either. Yeah. yeah I don't no. see them winning it. It's kind of because you got to think how hard it is to just barely get into the postseason and now say, oh, yeah, we won last year. We can do it again. Like, I think. Right. They haven't even gelled together as a team great this year. So, like, and they can't win away games. So, that's that's a big struggle right there. You know what I mean? So, yeah, right now, playing game. Well, they'll have to win two games right now if they isn't a playing. Mm-hmm. But, like, just doing all that just to make the playoffs and still making a championship run, that's going to be tough to do. Especially when you – the Suns – I mean, I think they have no chance with the Suns. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I don't think the Warriors have any chance. But it'll, it'll be a tough matchup. Like obviously they match up kind of well. Um, you could put Andrew Wiggins on on KD, and you got the uh the Curry Chris Paul matchup. Devin Booker and Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson has been stepping up his defense recently. Devin Booker about the fry. No, nah, he is. But it's always fun watch like when they play together. Yeah, when they play each other. They, you know what I mean? Yeah. Nah, facts. All right, so and who? So who you got being the last two teams to make it? The Pelicans, Timberwolves, Warriors, OKC. I'll put the Jazz out because I feel like they're going to start to slide a little bit, especially like mm-hmm. the moves that they made at the deadline. Trailblazers yeah. is still in the mix and the now, Lakers as well. What are they well. doing? What are, first of all, let's talk about that real quick. Like, what are the Trailblazers doing? Yeah. Like, nah, it was cool nah. they got Matisse and they got Cam Reddish, but it's like, does that, what does that help? Like, you know what I mean? There's, there's just two young players, role players, but I feel like the Trailblazers are missing something big. Like, like they need another star. They just stuck like, in purgatory to me. I, I, I mean, Simons is a good player. 
Like they Jeremy got good Grant players. Simons, Jeremy Grant, Damian Lillard probably having his best year of his career. What is it, Nurkic? He's yeah, he's not good to me. <laughs> he's solid. He's solid. I think he's solid. Like I don't think, especially in the playoffs, I think playing him big minutes in the playoffs is gonna hurt you as a team. Um, yeah, I just ain't gonna get there. <laughs> I just, don't gotta worry yeah. about that this year. It's like just I don't know, man. And I feel like Dame should have been gone. Like I gave point, up on there's, that. There's no chance. There's no chance of him. Like I see. Like I think recently he said that um people are so caught up in like him winning the championship and thinking that you know he'll be a loser if he never does it. But like I, I just I don't know, man. They're they're holding them back. Obviously, he wants to be there, so it's like it's kind of mutual on both sides. But that team is stuck. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be a Blazers fan because at the end of the day, like, what are you guys doing? Are you guys satisfied with winning thirty eight to like forty games or something like that? Not being a first round exit at best, or being like uh, again like the twelfth pick or every year and stuff like that. I don't know what they're on. Yes, that's a, a weird team. Can we can we talk about one more team? My bad. Just before we yeah, talk nah, about the standing, I want to talk about the Rockets because uh, they've been an interesting case recently. Um, I've, you know, oh, I don't watch. Obviously, I don't. I don't say obviously, but like I don't watch the Rockets <laughs> games. Um, but I am interested in Jalen Green and um and uh, not nah, KPJ, KPJ, oh, KPJ. And like I'm, not a, I'm not a KPJ guy. Nah, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of either of those players. But it's like, so what are they gonna do for this? Few, like, are they gonna stick with that backcourt? I don't know. Like, it, it it's not a good fit. I don't think. I think they need to run that team through Sangoon. I think he's the obviously that the best player on that. I think he's the best player that's starting right now for that team. Uh, I, uh, I gotta disagree. I love Sangoon, but I think it's Jalen Green. Jalen Green, but he's like a. He gets more volume shots than Sang. Like Sangoon doesn't even get involved half the time. Like a lot of, I mean, other than scoring, like what does Jalen Green really help for a team? You know what I mean? Like, oh I yeah, think, for sure. I, I feel like Sangoon the thing with the Rockets help. is just the Rockets. Like I feel like they just build on bad habits with Jalen Green because I think he's like a really like talented scorer. Like I think he could be in a mode of like a Zach Levine type of player, possibly yeah. like even yep. better. Yeah. Not exactly, but I, but I think when you look at that point guard position, it's like, what are they doing there? And then mm-hmm. um, I don't know who's starting for their their wing, their small four position right now. Um, I'm not sure if Tate is back from injury. I know he was hurt. Uh, yeah, he came, he came back. But like, it's like I, I feel like you need to put a three, like a three and D wing at that small four and get a, a playmaking point guard. And maybe things, you know, can eventually change around. But I think Coaching has to change. The culture has to change, obviously. It, it's yeah. a lot. I feel bad for any Rockets fans right now. Yeah, I feel like the culture, that's what like really starts. Like, they don't have, like, no type of vets. Like, even at the point guard spot, at least if you got to have KPJ at the point guard spot, at least have, like, a backup that's, like, a vet or something like that that could help them out in that position or just help guys get in line and stuff like that. But I just mm-hmm. think there's so much stuff, like, lacking with the franchise, like, you watch Rockets games. Sometimes it doesn't look like NBA basketball. Sometimes, oh no, it's, it's like, terrible. It's terrible. And I just think, like, I like Jalen Green. He's a talented player, but I just feel like he's building like a lot of just like bad ha- habits. Just being there, uh, Steven Silas to me, he's not like a coach of this team. 
And I don't think it's not too much of a fault his home because if we look back on it, look what like he thought he was getting himself into coaching James Harden, uh, Christian Wood, like yeah. a whole different team. And then that just flipped on his head just like right away from. So he's been in like a terrible situation and he hasn't made the most of the situation or even like. There hasn't been anything like positive from like the Rockets from like the past like two or three years. Like and, they have a lot of. Hoopers, like just straight hoopers, you know what I mean? But like for a team environment, I feel like you have to kind of swap out some of those like elite hoopers or like just great scores and, and bring in some players that that fit, like some players that are glue for teams, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, 100%. I feel like they have a couple of guys that is that. Like Sangoon is a great, like he's a good player. I like Jabari Smith. I think he's a good like fit player. I, I don't know if they're using him. Great, yeah. I think yeah, Jabari like, would be a good role player. I don't see him ever being like a a star player, but I, I think mm-hmm. I think he can solidify himself as like a a two way. You know what I mean, or like a three and yeah. D type player. Like I could see him being like at probably at best, like averaging like seventeen, like nineteen a game. But he's like most he's not like a star, but a really good shooter could really defend. That's all you really need from him. Mm-hmm. Um, Tari Eason is also solid as well. I think oh, he's yeah, gonna be, I like him. Um, yeah. pretty good. So you got like a couple couple guys, but like the rest of the team is just Kevin Porter Jr. That's the first thing that they need to address in all season. I, like he needs to. There's no way he should be starting point guard next year. I don't give a fuck who it is. It shouldn't be Kevin Porter Jr. starting at the point guard spot. Uh, hopefully they get Scoot Henderson or they get Webin Yama because that's really their best bet, at like saving their franchise. Really, like KPJ is the kind of player that can be a six man of the year candidate every year. Like I feel like he's he'll fit perfectly as mm-hmm. like a six man. Yeah. That's how I kind of felt about D'Lo like two years ago. Now I'm a little off. <laughs> mm. Well, yeah. I mean, but I think D'Lo kind of evolved his uh, playmaking a little better. And he showed that he can complement other players like playing next to Anthony Edwards mm-hmm. and Carl Towns. Even though they weren't as successful, he showed that, you know, he's willing to do it. And I don't think KPJ mm-hmm. is really willing to do it right now. I think he still wants to be like a, a solidified he star wanna, in this league. He want to be the next Harden. Yeah, so nah, not a big fan. Yeah, I feel like the biggest thing, uh, if they could get like Landis School Henderson in the draft, that'll be franchise changing because him, like School Henderson and Jalen Green, would probably be one of the most athletic backwards we've probably seen. Or even getting a guy like a Brandon Miller, like they don't have anybody that could really like shoot the ball, like good off ball shooters and stuff yeah. like that. Like, they just don't have a good constructed basketball team. They need to start doing that, getting, like, the right guys, at least some type of vets, a coach that can actually develop these players and put them in the best position to, to succeed. But until then, this is, like, the Rockets team is just going to be a terrible watch. And it's just, like I said, it's going to build bad habits for, like, players like Jalen Green. And I don't want that to happen to mm-hmm. a talented guy like that. It's, it's tough, man. Like I said, those fans... Hopefully, you know, things change. I don't think they'll obviously change. Um, uh, I don't think they'll change for, like, next season. But I think, you know, in these next couple of years, if they can change that culture. I think they have some kind of upside for that team. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, before we move into Eastern Conference, I'll say the two teams, if I had to choose, that's probably going to make the playoffs. I got with the Lakers in it. It might be a little bit biased, but I think they're going to end up getting a play- playoff spot. If they stay healthy. And the last one, I'm not going to lie. The Pelicans. Yeah, I'm going to go Pelicans. 
Mm, last for the last two. Yeah, I don't feel confident at all. I'm a, actually I'm gonna say Warriors. <laughs> Pelicans about to miss the playoffs. You think so? It, it depends on where Zion comes back. When Zion comes back. It's, and that I don't even know. I don't have a predict, prediction for that um last two, man. It, it's tough. Like Yeah, it, it's tough because it does depend on like who's healthy, who's not, and then also like matchups when it comes to playing games. Like the Timberwolves could easily stay in one of those uh seven or eight spots, like easily. I think even with Carl Towns coming back, because they're slowly starting to find, you know, I think um Anthony Edwards is doing a great job right now mm-hmm. of becoming a leader. And even defensively, like he's he's stepping up. So I, I think I think they can do it. You know, I think they can continue to win and, and build off these wins and and um you know, hopefully I don't know how far to maybe a first think- round exit with that team. I don't know if they really can compete with any of the top tier teams in the West, but do you think it'll be a, a, another adjustment period though with Cat coming back? Because when he did play with Rudy Gobert at the beginning of the season, it didn't look good as well. So, that fit like trying to terrible. integrate him back, I don't yeah. know. I mean, why? I just don't understand why you're putting Carl Towns at the four when it was already trouble for him trying to guard fives. Like he's not a, you know, he's not a defender. But now you're asking him to play on like the wing type. You know, like NBA fours are now playing on a wing. It's not really. A post game for the four right now so to ask carl towns to do something like that especially when rudy definitely can't you know he's not a great perimeter defender either so it, you're asking two seven footers to slide their feet it's a weird fit yeah all right eastern conference y'all gonna lock up the number one seed i think so and you know what i'm i want to say this too um the fact that our bench went to overtime with a fully healthy Bucks team. I think that says something about how special our team is. Like, I mean, watching that game, like we were competing. You know, we're playing hard with without our star players. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't have Al Horford. We had Rob Williams, but he came off the bench. Like, he's we're trying to adjust with his minutes right now, especially because he he gets hurt a lot. Um, but I think this team just has a lot of players that can step up in, in big moments, you know what I mean? Um obviously Derek White has been balling like since yeah, he's been man. That, that boy's been balling. Like I didn't know he had this level in his game. Um Malcolm Brogdon is he's he's the a great role player. Like I'm definitely happy that we picked him up and he's so efficient, but he's also so smart and he, he plays on defense like he's a competitive player. So you know I think this team is a uh, Special. I, I see us really winning it all this year. Like, I think we have all the tools, all the defending that we need, um, all the playmaking that we need. It just comes down to us executing. Like last year, we got there, but we didn't execute. So I think we're ready this year. And then, uh, yeah, it's tough to deny. I'm not gonna lie. I got Milwaukee ended up probably. I don't know who's gonna finish number one, but I think I got Milwaukee winning it this year. Milwaukee? Yeah. You sure? I mean, did you watch that last game with Boston versus Milwaukee? Uh, I felt like I did. I honestly don't remember, though. I'm just, like, I just, I feel like we have defenders to throw at Giannis. And if not Giannis, we have perimeter defenders to guard Drew Holiday and to guard Chris Middleton. Like, 
I don't think we have any weakness in our team right now um, other than health. Like, I think just staying healthy, you know, this team could be stay elite. Like, I don't know, man. It, it, I think we're a scary team. I, Y'all I the two best teams in the league. If we get the one seed, though, know, I think having home court advantage for throughout the playoffs would definitely, definitely be a big, you know, key for us as a team. Mm-hmm. Not so, for sure. So we'll see. I don't know. It's going to be interesting playoffs, though. I think between the East and the West, man, it's going to be fun. Like, probably some of the best playoff um, performances we might see in a while. Yeah, I'm just praying for good health. Uh, how you feel about Philly and the Cavs? We can lump those two together. I feel like they're like the next two two teams. So Philly, um, I was telling my boy this. He's a he's a uh, Sixer fan. I actually think that uh, B kind of holds that team back. He's like he's a, I, you know, I would never say that he's not a great Ooh. player or like a dominant player, but I feel like in this era where it's like more three pointers and more perimeter based offenses. I think this the way they play where it's like you have to slow down for him. You have to feed the ball to him every time down the court. You know, he's getting the ball in the post. He's shooting mid-range jump shots. It, it, I think – I don't know. I just don't think that team, especially in the playoffs when teams have time to to scout and, and set up um, schemes for that, I just don't – I don't know. I think elite teams can definitely bother – that Sixers, and especially if, if Harden's not being consistent on the offensive end, although he's been playing well this year, um, I just don't think that team could, could go too far. Like, I can see them being a second-round exit. I don't see them getting to the conference finals. Like, I don't think they can compete with Milwaukee yeah. or Boston, obviously. So, um, yeah, that, that that's how I feel about the 76ers. I don't know how you feel. Six, I obviously don't believe because every year Embiid gets hurt, James Harden falls. You got Doc Rivers as your coach. I'm not a t- Tobias Harris guy. They got a good team, don't get me wrong, but like they got to show me. That's what it really is. They got to show like, them. They got to show themselves in those fan like that fan base because obviously I think the fans are waiting to, to really see you know this big performance from Embiid and Harden where they they take them you know to the finals. Um. I don't know if it can be done, but, you know, they have, like like I said, when you have Embiid and you have Harden, you know. Dinkins, Tyrese you know, Maxey as your third guy. Exactly. But they got him coming off the bench, so it's kind of a rhythm thing with him, too. So, oh, man, I feel like the tough. only thing that they're missing is probably, like, another, like, really good wing defender. Hmm. But, like, other than that, they kind of have, like, all the – all the ingredients. Like, what else do you guys need? Like, Embiid, if you that if you that guy, top five player, MVP type of guy, James Harden, still playing at, like, a really good level. Tyrese Maxey has, like, a third option. Tobias Harris can still give you 17 a game. DeAnthony Melton is a solid uh, rotation guy, a really good defender at, like, the guard spot. P.J. Tucker still on your roster. Uh, like, those core seven. Is that seven guys right there that I probably need? I don't even know, to be honest. Yeah, around that, yeah. Yeah, so, like... I feel like how much more do you guys need? Like, I you guys got to get they got to get the job done. Yeah, they got to move to bias, but like nobody wants to bias. Do get a max contract. Can, yeah, but you, I feel like you can find like a contending team that would just that just needs an extra scoring punch. You know, not too much from him. Um, I think they could have used him, but I I don't know what they've gotten back for him. Probably why they didn't move him. But I, yeah, just I just feel like, like his value is not that much. Yeah, he's not oh. a three to me. He's definitely a four. Yeah, I don't like him but, at a three at all. 
And then P.J. Tucker gives you basically nothing on offense. You don't have don't, they don't have any athleticism at the wing spots. Yeah, so yeah, that team is a uh, it, it's just a weird not a weirdly built team, but I just like I said when you have don't believe man, when you have Embiid, you have to find ways to play around them, and I just don't think it'll work out for the Sixers. With the Cavs, Cavs, right, I like the Cavs. Um, it, they don't got a wing. I think that's the biggest thing. Like if they could get a wing in the next all season, they, they could be maybe looking at something. But like this year, I think they're gonna be like a really good team, a team you don't want to play. Donovan Mitchell, I'm watching them right now. They're playing uh the Nuggets. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, one of the best backcourts in the league. Uh, and you still got Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, like the the defensive tandem that they have. But it just comes down to that three spot. Can Isaac Okoro be that three? I don't think so. Karis LeVert, I'm not the biggest fan, especially what he showed last year, like in the two playing games, like when they needed him, mm-hmm. didn't deliver. But you get Danny Green, which I mean, I think everybody. Oh, yeah, I forgot they got Danny Green, but he's washed. Yeah, he's washed. I don't I don't know what they're expecting out of Danny Green. Um, he's coming over touring ACL. Like, they'll probably end up sitting on a bench by the time they get to the postseason. Yeah. You know? So. But I, um, I actually like the Cavs. Like, I think I would actually take the Cavs over the Sixers. Yeah, um, if they matched up in a series, I'll, I'll do the same. I'll take the Cavs. Um, and I'm not saying that, obviously, because I'm just a Celtics fan. I'm not supposed to like the Sixers, but I actually do like the Cavs, the way the team. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Evan Mobley and a big fan of Jared Allen, too. Um, So I think when you add, after adding Donovan Mitchell, who can score, like, shoot the lights out of a gym, like, can dominate a game for sure. Um, I think that team could definitely, you know, compete with anybody in the East, really. I think even Milwaukee, like, I think they can compete with Milwaukee. They've gave um, Boston problems this year. So, you just, I don't know, I feel like they're a team to watch out for. Yeah, not for sure. Uh, You got anybody else in the Eastern Conference you want to talk about? Like, we could talk about teams. We already talked a little bit about Miami. The Knicks, like, I feel like from there, there's just that drop off. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about the Nets. They'll be a solid team. But like from there, it's really just like a drop off. Yeah, I don't even, I'm not even going to put the Nets in that class because it's like, who's their number one option on offense? Cam Thomas. That's their number one option on offense? <laughs> he the truth. Yeah, you're playing right now, bro. All time leading scorer at Oak Hill. Certified bucket getter at LSU, isn't that bro. your school? He's a catch, bro. He's a catch and shooter. Like I, I just, oh, oh, Cam. I'm thinking about Cam. Oh, Johnson. Cam yeah. Johnson. <laughs> nah, Cam. Nah, Cam. Come on, bro. Stop it. Like I, I like Cam Thomas, but bro. Oh yeah, no, nah, he, he ain't doing shit right now. So I just like, don't think he'll ever be. Him. I don't think he'll ever be more than like a a, spark. a really good scorer. Yeah, a really good scorer. Um, I saw like a quote from the coach. And he basically said, like, yeah, he scored 40 in three games in a row, but we lost two out of those three games. So it was like mm-hmm. me- it wasn't meaningful, which is true. Like, um, he's a great scorer, but like if it doesn't contribute to winning, then what does that really mean? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, now he's, he's better fitted for like a roll off the bench. Um, but that I mean, this team is it, they have a lot of wings, you know, a lot of uh, I guess you could say depth on that team. They have shooting. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the playoffs. They're yeah, going to play hard, sure. obviously. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, Nate McMillan got fired for the Atlanta Hawks. It looks like they might be hiring uh, Quinn Snyder. I did see that they was looking at Ime Udoka. What are your thoughts on that? And just yeah. the Hawks as a as a whole. So I'll talk about the uh, the coaching situation. Um, I think Ime would be the best option for coaching. Facts. Um, but then it's like with that roster, I don't know how how he would be able to tend to it. Um, I think he'll be able to bring something out of uh, Trey Young, like on both sides of the floor. Um, I think him and DeJounte would also pair well. Like, I think Ime's just a great defensive mind. And it, I think he also is a like um, a great motivator. Like, he, he's able to push his players to, to be even better than they are, especially on both ends of the floor. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting, I think, Obviously, I think with Ime, I think he improves that team. I think they get out of the play-in, maybe. Mm, well, it, it's tough. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think it might be tough. They three games back. Yeah, unless tough. I'm looking at the Knicks, who. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the Knicks about this. Yeah, they're not going to slide like OG like that. Yeah, so uh, so they're probably yeah stick with a playing team, but I think they do make the playoffs at least. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't I don't know if they do well in the playoffs, especially when you you're probably gonna have to match up against Milwaukee or Boston in that first. Oh yeah, they, they got no chance. They got no chance. <laughs> so then I'm looking at you know that office off season with them too. But um other than the Hawks, man, uh, what could they even do in the offseason? Like they trade away three picks for DeJounte Murray. Exactly. And I think John Collins has to be your next your next look. Um maybe Capella. Um, yeah. I like Sadiq Bay. Like I like that they got Sadiq Bay. I think they needed that wing, another wing, like defender, two way player kind of vibe. Um, I don't know, man. That team's uh, they just weird they for sure. They got to get rid of Don- John Collins in all the season. They've been trying to trade him for like three years now. They just I don't know what they I don't know what piece they're missing or what piece they need because it's like what can they? How can they really? <laughs> there's really like if we look at it there's really unless like like i said some star acts out or something like that there's nothing that could really like fix their team because it's not like they're bad like at the one and two spot they basically set with Dejounte and trey young at the three they just paid deandre hunter you got sadiq bay you got aj griffin so that's three guys like at, at the wing spots they all solid john collins at the four he's solid but it just hasn't been working out. Like his his roles lessen like every single year, especially like when Cook Capella got there. And then at the five spot, you got Capella. He's okay. He's not as good as he was before. And then behind him, you got a guy and Oyeka Kongu is still starting to progress. Yeah. But like I think he's not gonna lot. he's not yeah, he's not gonna get there because Capella's still taking like a lot much of his minutes. Uh Bogdanovich, he a good shooter. But I don't know. They just don't got yeah, it. Yeah, they just don't got like it's. They just, just don't got it. Pops out about that team. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Trey Young could carry a team to the finals. Like, I think that Eastern Conference Finals like uh, run was kind of a fluke. Well, it, yeah, it really was a fluke because we all know if Ben Simmons or like Joel Embiid, like they they had it, they should have won that series. They just I mean, the, the the amount of leads that they gave up in that series was kind of like ridiculous. You know what I mean? They, like, yeah, they sold. Yeah, so um, other than that, I thought the Pacers were going to be a playoff team this year. They slid crazy after crazy. Halliburton <laughs> got hurt, like crazy. 
I felt like it was like sneakily too. Like yeah, they like losing I, I, every, it's like every week you look at the uh, standings and they're just getting lower and lower. Like, <laughs> yeah, weren't they like a top five seed at a point? Or they top was. Six? They basically it's worse than probably like what happened with the Pelicans or yeah. just like at the same level, like how they just slid. Because they're man, they I don't think they have any chance of making playing right now. But I feel like they probably like right in the range where I kind of expect them to be. Like around that 12 spot, like in the beginning of the season, they did over oh, yeah, yeah, like where yeah. they was. No, for sure. Yeah, they definitely uh definitely overachieved. I like Benedict Matherin. I think uh he'll be a great player for them for years to come. Um mm-hmm. Halliburton obviously is gonna be their future. I'm I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of upset they slid that far. Like I thought they were gonna be a special team. Well, they are a special team, but like I thought that they were gonna be a fun watch if they did make the postseason. Yeah, that Halliburton stuff just set them back. But I feel like in the long run, it's going to be best for them because if they do get another lottery pick, that's just going to acquire more talent. Yeah, I think uh, the they got to look at moving Buddy Hill, too. I think yeah. I think Benedict Matherin could uh, jump to that two-guard spot for them. Oh, facts. Uh, all right, we can move into the five players that had the most improved this year in the playoffs. Oh, have the most improved in the playoffs? Uh, yeah. You want to go first or let me go? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. I got Nikola Jokic. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. What, like, what's the, what's he at the proof? He got, like, the, what's the excuse now? Like, he might be on his way to his third straight finals MVP. I right, not finals MVP. MVP. Yeah. If he don't make it to the finals, if they lose in the second round, that's going to that- look bad. Is that his fault though? Like, come that's on. gonna look bad. That's let's, gonna look bad. Let's be real though. Let's be nah, real. That's gonna look bad. Three. If you win three straight MVPs and you like, obviously, like we'll get one to pass from like last year and stuff like that. But like the fact we gotta start having this conversations can Jokic be the guy on a championship team, especially with his defense lacking like that? Yeah. Because we right. saw in that Warriors series, they put him in pick and roll every single time. What's gonna stop if they like once they play? If they play the Mavericks. What is Luca going to do to that? happen? Yeah, it's, it's going to continue to happen. So, like, he he got to beat the allegations. He got to beat the allegations. Because <laughs> I love Jokic and everything. Like, his passing, incredible, offensive talent. But I don't know. To me, I don't think he's the MVP right now. I think it's Giannis. Mm, Giannis, really? Yeah. Okay. Because Giannis, know. like, Drew Holiday, he, he, I don't think he should have been an all-star this year, but... That's me. like a conversation for another day. But like Middleton has been out for like basically half the season and Jan has been doing like a lot of carrying. He's been better on on the defense end than Jokic. And nobody just ever talks about that as well. And the same case for Jokic when he had his guys out and he was still carrying the team. You can make the same case for Giannis. He's putting up like 30. He's still one of the best defenders in the world. So like I'm saying. I mean, let me hear your, your uh, rest of your list. Uh, MB, Harden. X. X. Chris Paul. Uh, okay. The fifth spot, I don't know. It's tough. Maybe, P, maybe PG and the Clippers. So, so I do got a question because you did put P, um, CP in there. Like, what do you expect out of CP? Because, you know, he's, what, 38? Like, I don't even expect at, as much from CP, 
at, I don't as much as he because he has you know Katie and Devin Booker now. Yeah, and like that, like I don't expect as much of him, but that just adds on to the fact they ain't no type of excuse though now. Like the roster, they got KD, they got Devin Booker. Like, what else do y'all need? Like, I know they don't have the chemistry and probably like the depth, but like, if they yeah. still lose, I'm not gonna say it's all on like CP3 or some shit. But like, if he don't perform, if he gets injured, like, we gotta have to talk about that. I don't know. Like, I don't even, I don't even see him being like a big contribution to that team in the postseason. Like, I think it's gonna be DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, and KD. Um, I think CP is probably going to be more helping with them getting. Yeah, he, the he's the he's the fourth guy. Yeah, but like, honestly, so I, I had to, I had to put somebody on this list to be honest because it starts to like it starts it starts <laughs> to thin my, out. <laughs> nah, it starts to thin out because I can't put like I can't put like other guys as like proven winners and shit. Like I can't say Jason Tatum because like say if Jason Tatum doesn't win a championship, what what am I gonna say? This nigga's like twenty five years old. They're gonna have a chance next year. Uh. I guess so, but you can still say like I will put him on the list because I think he still has to prove that he can be the best player on a championship team. I think he still has to prove that last year in the finals was a fluke. Like he was just having a, a bad performance, but I think he has to prove that he can turn things around and show that like he can dominate in, against anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like to me, like last year, I gained like a little bit of pass in that finals, and I'm not gonna lie. Really? Yeah, he was terrible. <laughs> he he did not perform. Man. He did not perform up to the standards. But locking him up, bro. wasn't he hurt though? Ooh. Oh, oh t- yeah. All right, so everybody's. You got to think everybody's. Everybody's hurt. Yeah, you know I, I mean? I'll like, be. I'm wild with that. But so like, I don't even want to. I don't want to give him that excuse either. But like, I don't know. I don't know. He should have been way better than that. I'm not gonna give him that excuse. Let me stop. Because especially you got to think the way he played against the Bucks and the way he played against Miami. And then going into, you know, I was confident. Like, I thought there was no way the Warriors were going to beat the Celtics. You know what I mean? And then we come back game one, make a big run in the fourth quarter and, and end up beating them in game one. And then Jason, uh, I think JT had a terrible game, game one, actually. Um, game two, they come back and, and destroy us. So it's like, I just felt like he was never able to find a groove. Um, it was kind of disappointing to see, but I don't know. Yeah. Because I feel like to me, like, I still believe in him. Like I know what he could do. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So like I ain't, I ain't really put him on my list, but um I definitely you got anybody else? Please. Uh it's kinda it's kinda hard unless you want to put like an Anthony Davis say, or some I, shit. Like, I'ma say John Morant. I'm John Morant. I'ma say John right. Morant because he talk, you know, they do a lot of the talking over in uh Memphis, but, but I think he has to prove that he he can, like, because they say, you know, they're always saying that last year, if they were fully healthy, they would have beat the Warriors or whatever and probably, you know, got far. But I still think he has to prove that. You know what I mean? Like, he has to prove with the team fully healthy, like, with him being healthy throughout the playoffs, that he can make an impact and they can, you know, really get far this year. That's a good one. I'm not going to lie. Especially he said that he said that he's not worried about the West. Man, he's crazy. I don't know. Ain't guaranteed they're making out the first round and they might be the number two seed. I think who else has um I think if the Heat don't do anything this year, I think do you think they'll be looking to move Jimmy Butler or Bam? I don't think Bam actually moves, but I think you think Jimmy, Jimmy Butler or even Tyler Harrell? 
I feel like they're gonna keep it together because like, I'll just be co- keep coming back to, to this. Yeah, I, I don't know to be honest, but they gave Jimmy the bag, and I'm trying to think like what team really good want to take on Jimmy long term contract. Cause I could see him like in a couple years from now, like ah, I don't know. Like he probably still gonna have like the defense. But Jimmy be he be questionable sometimes, like offensively. He's very like, he, he don't bro. be he don't be aggressive. That's be his problem. He sometimes. has no bag to me, bro. I swear, <laughs> no bag. Uh, facts. But I mean, I, I give it to him, man. He's uh been a great player in this league for a while, so I can't even say that. Um, you know, he hasn't been able to to do his thing in this league without, I guess, having to move. Ah, <laughs> uh, my fault. You got cut off, but uh, we can move on to the playoff matchups you want to see. What would be what would make the playoffs like the most lit? Three matchups you could pick. Man, I'm so mad uh Kyrie and Katie left the East because I really wanted to see the Nets and the Sixers. But um I would say uh I think Bucks and Celtics is a series that I'll be excited to see. I think the Suns and I don't know, it's hard. I want to say between the Suns and Warriors or Suns and Clippers. I don't know which one would be better to see. I guess I guess those would be my three then. I'll say so the Celtics and Bucks, um, Suns and Clippers, or Suns and um and Warriors. All right, I'm gonna try and pick different ones. Uh I don't think we ever seen the Bucks versus Celtics. I not Bucks Celtics. Bucks Sixers series. So I kind of want to see an MB oh, and Giannis matchup. That'd be crazy. Yeah, so I'll go with that. And I got to see the Suns and Mavericks matchup again. Mm. Just how everything ended last year, and then KD's now on the Suns. You got oh, Kyrie man. on the on the Mavs. So that'll be a fire matchup. That's a movie. That's a movie for sure. And third one, man. <laughs> Uh, what's a matchup I want to see? That's probably like realistic. Anybody you want to see the Grizzlies play? Anybody? We haven't talked about the Grizzlies. Grizzlies? Nah, not necessarily. To be honest, honestly, I'm I'm not a fan of the Grizzlies. Like that. I'm not either. Yeah, I'm like either. I, I kind of like I like what they do. Like how <laughs> they just be talking hell of shit because it just makes things like more interesting. Yeah, but like other than that, like I'm not a fan of eighteen like like that. Yeah, that play style over there, I just I don't know. They ain't gonna win shit. How <laughs> to say that right now? <laughs> they got. I don't see them like unless they get like like I said, yo. What was I talking about? Like I think probably like the last time you was on a podcast, like every team needs like a Jalen Brown. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what they missing to me. Well, like, they had if they like, got like KD. Yeah, that would be OD. What? That would have been fun to watch, bro. Well, I feel like they just missing that wing god. Like, if we look at almost every single championship, other than probably like last year, like Curry being that god, it's usually that wing. Unless, or Giannis. But you got mm-hmm. the, like, the Kawhis, the LeBrons, the KDs. Yeah. When it's crunch time, is John Morant going to be the one? <laughs> you want the ball in his hands? Like, he definitely going to yeah. make some plays, but like. I just don't think he's cut for that. I like for a championship team. I need that guy that, that could get to his spot and hit tough shots when you need. Especially it. shooting, like definitely be able to like make tough, sh- like yeah, like you said, tough shots. Like I just don't know if John Moran is, has that yet. Is Desmond Bain that? I don't think so. No, is Jaron Jackson no. going to stay out of foul trouble? Probably not. 
even when he's not in foul trouble, is he going to be is, aggressive? Is you know Dylan Brooks going to stop taking dumb shots? Hell no. no. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, man, I, I got one one more series. What would be a fire-ass series? Uh, hmm. Ah, oh, man. Let me look real quick. Let me see. All right, if there was a, if the Lakers, let's go, let's go. Uh, Lakers, Lakers, Nuggets again. Run that back. I say Pelicans fully healthy and the Suns fully healthy. Low key, that'll be that'll be a fun series. Low key. Oh yeah, probably yeah, not realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, probably not realistic series, but like, I think fully healthy. Just seeing Bi versus KD, man, that'll be a fun series to watch them go at it. Hey, it could happen because, like, the Suns could go to, like, the third spot and say the Pelicans get, like, six or something like that. That is a possibility. Yeah, if they, if they could run offense. that back. Honestly, a playing game with everything on the line, the Lakers and Pelicans, that's something I want to see. Dang, that'd be For crazy. the last spot. That'd be crazy. Because we both have – there's pick swaps involved and everything, that whole trade. So, like. I'm not gonna lie. I might lose at the Lakers. Lose. I might cry at the Lakers lose that game. But that's the matchup I want: Lakers Pelicans playing playing game for seven spot, eight spot, whatever the fuck it is. Mm. I guess. Yeah, I think that's probably. I don't have a lot of. Hmm. I'm not really a big fan of a lot of the other teams um, in the playoff race in the East, so I don't even want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care about the East. I feel like the West <laughs> is really just that that bloodbath. Yeah. Because you kind of yeah. know like the top four teams in the in the East. Right. And then from there, it's like the separation between Boston and um what's it called? Uh Milwaukee. But like the West, ain't no telling. There's really no telling. Like it really just matters about playoff matchups. Other than like Sacramento, whoever Sacramento pick, uh plays in the playoffs, I'm picking the opposite team. And even like I think, well, see, that's the thing too. You just never know. Like, could you imagine <laughs> them making a run? Like, at least I see them. I see them. I can see them know, upsetting ain't, the team. I can see ain't, them upsetting ain't the March team. Madness. <laughs> ain't March Madness. <laughs> but like they they play to get like they play so well together. They have a great coach. Like, but playoff um, basketball, they don't defend for shit. So that's reason yeah. I'm definitely not taking them. Playoff basketball, things slow down. Like, and we haven't seen the. I can't. I yeah, can't. I can't. <laughs> That's fine. Like, all right. Let me ask you this: in a series, who who do you have? Who do you think they have a best chance of beating? Oh, like out of all teams? Yeah, if you just match them up, with like probably like all teams. Let's exclude the Trailblazers and OKC or something like that. So, like Golden State, Minnesota, Lakers, Pelicans. I think Dallas. Be, I think they could beat the Timberwolves. That's probably their best chance. I but. think it's seven games if it if they do beat them in seven games. Yeah, it, it'll probably go seven games. I've seen what Minnesota did last year playing some. Like, they should have beat the Grizzlies. They should have beat them <laughs> Yo, in probably like five crazy. games if they wasn't playing knucklehead basketball. That was crazy. Um, I can see the Kings upsetting. Dang, I don't know, man. You're right. <laughs> but but like I said, it could happen. Like, it could happen, but it's just playoff time. Like, I'm not betting my money against, like, Sacramento. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like if, they got, if they played the Mavs, could it happen? No. Really? No chance? 
like I did you see what Luka Doncic was doing to the Clippers in a series? I'm saying, but like, nah, I don't. Who they match up with Luka Doncic? Nobody. There's nobody in the league that can match up with Luka though. That's what I'm saying. Like they got like the worst defense. We seen Kawhi and Paul George had but no so answer do the maps, but so do the Mavs have the worst defense. So it's like you're talking about two teams who don't play defense. Is who's going to outscore who? And I'm taking I'm taking Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. Okay, I see okay. what they did in the playoffs. Okay, okay. I feel like that's going to come down to it. Yeah, I see what you mean. It's going to come down to it. Like you got they have the guys. I'm just saying, other than Kyrie and Luka, man, who's who's consistent on that team? Like Christian Woods, okay, he's been solid this year, but like. They don't have consistent shooting outside of Luka and Kyrie. You know what I mean? And then you look at the Kings, they have more consistent shooting. You know what I mean? Like, I guess you could say Harrison Barnes would probably be guarding Luka, but, like, that's not... Yeah, I know. (laughs) But, like, I just think they have more consistent shooting that if it was, like, a shootout, they could win some of those battles. Um, I think... I don't know who would guard De'Aaron in that series. That's that would be uh interesting to think about. And also like Sabonis is I think he'll kill anybody down low on that team. Uh, yeah, he he got word Christian Wood, but like at the end strong, of the day. He's stronger than you think. Oh no, yeah, Sabonis, he definitely go to work on that low block. He got like the playmaking and everything, but exactly. I just it's Luka Doncic. <laughs> yeah, it's Luka, right. And Kyrie. Like Kyrie's been there multiple times. Like it's just hard betting against Luka, especially what you see him do against the Suns. Like I didn't think they was gonna beat the Suns in that series, and then just like taking Clippers to the limit like both years. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be tough for the Kings. Nah, it'll be uh, interesting. It'll be definitely interesting to see what the Kings do this year. I, I'm you, man. It's gonna be fun seeing them. Those fans in that stadium, though. Like I think. They're going to be a high electric team, though. Yeah, now the games be they be rocking sometimes, like the crowd. Yeah, that like the beam, uh, bro. That's lit, bro. Like I like yeah. that team for sure. And they've been itching for playoff basketball, so like once they get their first home game in the playoffs, that shit is going to be jumping. Jumping, man! That first game is going to be crazy. Not facts. Uh, you have any other closing thoughts? Any other things we haven't talked about? Um. I'm gonna be so mad because I'm gonna probably remember something later on. But yeah, I, I feel like know. I was missing something, but um, and uh, to be they were pretty good, man. We hit on a lot of points. Yeah, I'm just glad I got basketball is back. Yeah, for sure, man. It's tonight's gonna be lit watching the games again, and for the rest of the season going into postseason, it's gonna be interesting who gets into the postseason. So we'll definitely have to. Well, I'll definitely have to come back and uh, we'll talk about more about uh, you know. What's happening in the league? You know, you're always more than welcome. It's the floor is yours. Plug your work. Oh uh, man, it's your boy Cooley, man. Um, project coming out March third. Um, I appreciate obviously Reggie inviting me to the uh, podcast. You know, it's always fun talking about sports. Um, I'll probably try to get another special guest on here with me um, next time. It'll definitely have some interesting points. <laughs> that you might either like or not like, but uh, anyway, it's going <laughs> to be fun, man. So I'll definitely be back soon. All right, let's get it. Uh, it's the One Two Punch Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Subscribe, five star rating, do all that good stuff. It's your boy Reg Dallas, the One Two Punch Podcast, and we'll see you on the next one. We out this motherfucker.
Earth.